I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, the New York baseball. I mean, boy, we could really use an off day uh, today for bowl teams. Not that they could use it. We can. Because who wants to watch this garbage that we've been seeing from both the Mets and the Yankees. And we'll start with the Yankees coming off of another series loss. Now, look, I, I say this in understanding that they're banged up, right? But there are things in this game for the Yankees that just cannot happen. Number one, dude, what is with that lineup? Like, why is John Carl Stanton not playing? What's the issue? If he can get him a game in DH, or excuse me, and pinch hit, why can't he DH? With this lineup, I mean, this is what I talk about with this predetermined bullcrap with Aaron Boone and the Yankees and their lineup that they determine these these lineups and days off probably weeks, if not months in advance. It's ridiculous. There's no way that you can field the lineup with Willie Calhoun. You got Jake Bowers, Billy McKinney, Oswaldo Cabrera. Anthony Volpe, like, where is where, where are you putting, you know, obviously Volpe getting in the game late. LeMayu a third who's struggling. You know, Donaldson's going to be a DH. Like, you have John Carl Stanton. If Judge isn't in there, you need Stanton every day. He should be able to DH every day. It is unacceptable that he's not. What is the, that? What is he doing on this team? So what do you got to worry about? Oh, well, he can't DH. He might get hurt. Hey, you can't play all three games of a series. He might get hurt. No, enough with the managing these guys with their days off. It's ridiculous. He's always hurt anyway. That lineup that the Yankee field, the Yankees fielded yesterday. And, and look, they've gotten away with putting out some of the worst lineups I've ever seen for a New York Yankees team. They've gotten away with it because somehow, some way, they find ways to win some of these games, win some of these series. Well, not this time they didn't. And to no surprise, they don't score any runs. Two runs in the bottom of the second on a base hit by Jose Trevino. That's it. But is it a shock when you actually look at the lineup and look at the names in there? So that's number one. The lineup that they feel is embarrassing, and there's zero reason. You got Rizzo, who is ice cold. He has fallen off a cliff here. The guy was having, you know, hitting over 300. Now all of a sudden down to 270, under 270. But Rizzo's ice cold. LeMay, you can't hit. You're working Donaldson back in. You get all these no names that I just mentioned. And, you know, all due respect to him, I know Calhoun has, you know, had some sort of an impact. And Billy McKinney has showed some hustle here, and he's been impactful. 
But how could Stanton not be in that lineup? So that's number one. Number two, I figured out what drives me nuts about Aaron Boone. It's that when he manages, more so with the bullpen than anything else, but I think it's everything else. When Aaron Boone manages a game, he manages it as if everyone is going to do exactly what they should do based on the analytics or based on prior results, based on the numbers that it says. Now, I know Nick Ramirez did his job in this game. And, you know, look, you're not trying to pick on him. Obviously, he did a good job getting lefties out, whatever. But Clark Schmidt was rolling right along, and Boone goes to the bullpen. And he does so because he believes that, okay, well, this guy is going to get these guys out. Right now, what happens in that scenario when those guys don't, then what? And that's where Boone is screwed. Now, obviously, the bullpen was fine, but Michael King ended up giving it up. And who knows if Clark Schmidt could have gotten through another inning, let's say, and everything gets pushed back a little bit. And this is not for tonight specifically or last night specifically necessarily, but just in general. In general, you know, if Ramirez comes in and doesn't do the job there, then what? Then then your whole plan is blown up, and Boone's just like, well, you know, sh- give the old shr- shoulder shrug emoji. Oh, I did what was supposed to happen, but you can't manage like that because what in life goes according to plan? Basically nothing. Nothing in life goes according to plan. Oh, no, this he says right here, this guy's supposed to get these guys out. This is his lane. That's what drives me nuts where it's the predetermined, well, this is supposed to happen here, and generally it doesn't. Like I said, with Ramirez last night, and obviously it wasn't the bullpen's issue, it was the defense's issue. We're going to get to that here. But that's what drives me nuts about Boone, where he manages according to what's supposed to happen on the paper, not what's in reality, and understanding that whatever is supposed to happen doesn't always happen. Number three, Glaber Torres. You know, I liked Glaber. I had high expectations for Glaber Torres. Enough's enough. The bottom line with Glaber Torres, he's a losing player. He's a guy who is going to hit a couple of home runs, maybe in bunches at times. Maybe at the end of the year, some of the numbers will be there. He's never going to hit for a high average. Let's say 250, 260, 25 home runs, probably tops at this point. He'll play okay defense, but too many times he does things that aren't acceptable, like last night. What is he doing? Like, I don't understand. You realize you're in the major leagues. You realize this is a one-run game on a bad throw. Now, that is a bad throw in from left field. I understand that. But he's just standing there flat-footed. He's just standing there not not ready to handle that ball. On a, you know, okay, bad throw, fine. you got to be able to move with that. Like, what is Gleyber Torres doing? And too many times he does little things like this. Not being able to make a throw on the on a double play turn or just you know lollygagging a little bit. And the way that Boone sugarcoats it is pathetic. Oh, well, Glaber plays the game with ease. So there's you know, and Boone's trying to say that, well, he plays the game with such ease that sometimes, you know, it makes it look like he's not giving max effort. But in reality, he is, but then there are certain times where you need a little bit more of an effort. Look, that's a play that in Major League Baseball should never happen. Like, ever. Never, ever, ever. 
And it happens with Glaber and ends up costing the Yankees a ball game. And how do you not score a run in extra innings? There is a guy, especially if you're the home team, like, come on. And I know, obviously, things are you know equal with the runner plays at second base for both teams, but you got to figure out a way to – you already know the damage. You already know that they scored one. All you need is that one run. Figure out a way to scratch a run across. How do you not score a run in extra innings with the guy on second base? The Yankees can't do it. You know, and then after the game, Aaron Boone goes on. I was telling you, you know, about saying Glaber, he, he plays the game with ease. And one of the things he kept saying was, we just got to be more careful in that spot. Why do we need to mince words? I don't know if it's just nowadays or in general. Like, why do we need to mince words? We all know what happened. Glaber Torres is not going to die if you call him out for it. We all know what happened. It was a horrible play. It can't happen. It's unacceptable. Just say that. Like, Boone is sugarcoating and mincing words. Like, yeah, you know, again, um, we just got to, you know, we just got to be more careful there. On a play like that, you know, we got to be more careful. Like, just say Glaber's got to make that play there. It's not that difficult. Enough with the babying. Enough with the sugarcoating. He's not, what is his poor feelings going to get hurt? Oh, Glaber's feelings are going to get hurt if you call him out for making a crappy play. It's not a big deal. I'm not trying to rip the guy. We're calling it how it is. We all know what happened. You know what happened. Just say it. He knows what happened. Just say it. They know. We all know. We got to be more careful in that situation. No, Glaber's got to make the play. He's got to stop lollygagging and make an effort. This is a baseball game. We're in the middle of a ball game here. He's got to stop being an airhead. Get in the game. Go, he plays the game with ease. Get the hell out of here, plays the game with ease. Make that play. Got to be more careful. And it's not just Boone in that spot. This is in general. Like, why are we mincing words? Buck does it all the time where, where Buck doesn't even give you a straight answer. And I guess Buck didn't mince words when he had a closed-door meeting for the Mets the other day. Great. Wow. They still ended up losing that series. We'll get to them. In a little bit, but wh- like, why are we mincing words with professional players here? This is not college or little league. I was coached harder in little league than some of these guys are being coached at the major leagues. How's that possible? Oh, it's okay. You know, you just got to be more careful next time. No, I was like, what the hell is your problem? Get in front of that ball. What are you doing? Just got to be more careful. It's nauseating. And it's nauseating in particularly with Glaber Torres, who has done this stuff over and over and over again. And when the Yanks have a red-hot Peraza in AAA, you know, something's got to change here. And maybe the pathway, and, and I know LeMayu is struggling too, and you know, without Judge, it's hard to make any kind of decisions right now, although you'd think you'd want the better option in Peraza up here to try to help you out. You feel more confident right now in Oswaldo Cabrera or Oswald Peraza at shortstop on a day where Volpe you know, is taking a seat for obvious reasons. His batting average continues to sink as well. Maybe the Yankees need to admit that Volpe is struggling too mightily right now 
and move him to second base and bring up Peraza, have him be the shortstop and move on from Glaber Torres or make Torres what LeMahieu was because LeMahieu's hitting 230. Maybe it's time we move on from that experiment as well. There's a lot wrong here with the Yankees. And when you get a guy like Peraza raking at AAA, and it's not like he's just, you know, like Ronnie Mauricio. Oh, bring him up, bring Mauricio up. No, Peraza was supposed to be ready to be here this year. He had the job taken from him with a rough spring, and Volpe had a great spring. So maybe it's time to give Peraza a look. But a pathetic night for the Yankees with a loss, you know, in a game where they should have won that game. Even with not scoring a ton of runs, they still had that game. It it should have been theirs to win against the Red Sox. And the Yankees now, you know, you look at it, and I get, you know, I, I still think ultimately when all said and done, the Yankees are going to be the best team of the American League. But, I mean, my God, you look at it, they're going backwards now. It's never a good thing when you start to get closer, you shave off that lead. Remember, that's what we were talking about last week, right? Where the Yankees shaved off half that deficit from Tampa Bay. Well, now Tampa Bay's picked it back up again, where we all thought, oh, Tampa Bay would cool off, and they did for a moment. But now they're back being red hot, and the Yankees have gone the wrong way to where they are now nine and a half games back again. And that's a problem. I mean, look, wild card, sure, but this Yankee team's not built to win a wild card. And it's a little different with the Mets if they make the postseason because they're lucky just to get in the postseason, period, for the way that their franchise has been historically not getting in. The Yankees are always in the playoffs. Want to win that division. And they're getting now closer again. No, they're a game out of fourth. Losing another series where they've lost series now. I don't want to say the bad teams. The White Sox aren't very good. And the Red Sox are now 500 after just taking two of three from the Yankees. So a a, a rough Sunday night loss. I I thought the Yankees would bounce back and win a series. And they get good starting pitching. But this is one of those times now where you do have to start to be worried if you're the Yankees. As a matter of fact... The only good thing for them is they're facing a worse team come tomorrow night. But the Yankees without Aaron Judge showing you that they are, I mean, this is this is as thin a lineup as I've seen from the New York Yankees. And I know not having Judge in there is a big deal, but when you don't when you compound the problem by sitting John Carl Stanton, now you really have issues. They misjudge, they miss Bader. And while they're doing that, they sit John Carl Stanton. <laughs> I mean, come on. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.